Good afternoon, everybody. This is Champions for Life. I'm your host, JDC. I am so excited. Today is Martial Arts Monday. And again, we're kicking it off on every Monday is Martial Arts Monday. Every Wednesday is Couples in Love, right? And every Friday is Couples in Love. I just made a mistake there, guys. Blooper for you. So Mondays, Martial Arts Mondays. On Wednesdays is educating our audience. And when I say that, I don't mean it in a condescending way. I mean it. We're going to inform you, inspire you, and motivate you to take action in your life, your business, right? Entrepreneurs out there, martial artists, all of the above. We're going to educate our audience in what we do, how we do it, why we do it, what are the results, and so on and so forth. And then every Friday is Couples in Love. That's where myself and my wife, Jana, JDC, Jana DeServo, we get together and we get to share about our experience in marriage. Uh, we work together in business. We have a family, parenting, agreements, disagreements, transparency, if you will. And what it makes, what is it that makes a powerful, powerful marriage, right? So, but today is Monday, Martial Arts Monday. So, I have a guest today. His name is Sensei Tony Diaservo, happens to be my son. And I want you to learn about him. And I want him to have record of where's his life going? Where's it been in his short 20 years of life on this earth? And I believe he's an excellent son, excellent young man with an amazing bright future. And I want to introduce him today. His name is Sensei Anthony Diaservo or Tony Diaservo or Sensei Tony, how we lovingly call him. So here he is. Say hello. Say hello to the audience. Hey, Introduce everyone. yourself, right? Hi, guys. Uh, I'm Tony Diaz-Servo, and um, I'm a martial arts instructor. I'm 20 years old, and I'm excited to be here. So, Sensei Tony, obviously, I'm your dad. A lot of people wonder, how is your life with me, man? Like, you woke up. <laughs> One day you became this black belt, you're into fitness. Like, how did that all happen? So start us up with when is it that you remember clearly in your mind that you fell in love with the martial arts? Um, I, I'm not really sure. I've, I've always liked it since I was a kid. So growing up, like doing the martial arts every day and not doing any other sport or anything like that. That was my main thing. So it's kind of like, as you do it, you just think of it as that's your thing. You know, I, I never thought of it as like, oh, I don't want to do this. Every time I did it, I've always wanted to take class, always wanted to train. I, I got to interrupt you there because a lot of people may not know this. And, and I think it's important. Okay. But why don't you tell people how many classes a day you used to do every day? On top of being a storm member, on top of having to have your homework done, on top of having to have yourself eat, sit you down to eat and all of these things, and then, you know, getting your good night rest and all this stuff. And how, how was it for you? Because a lot of people are like, oh, my kid is doing too much. And <laughs> oh, he don't got time to rest and blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole violin playing and all of that. Well, what do you got to say about that? Um, well, 
I when I was when I was younger, I used to I I would have time to play and everything, but mainly it was like every time there was a class, I was in the class, no matter what age group it was, or it was <clears throat> it was more of like you know I I I have class whether it's not my class or whether I already took class, I take it again, and then the next day, you know you repeat the same thing, taking class, taking class, taking class. So by you know you would get a tip for every uh, class you would take, and then like each thing that you learned. So I would take so many classes that I would have tips up and down my belt, like more than any of the other kids, because you know I would be there every day. So you know I would have like a, an abundance of tips. What, what, what did that do for your confidence? Can Can you share a little bit about that? Like, how did that make you feel in terms of, man, this is like awesome. Like, look at your belt; you got all these stripes on it. Like, you were like racked up with tips, and everybody's like, man, you got so many tips. I remember your belt was like down to your knees or further. And you were like proud little kid with it. How did that make you feel? Um, I felt I felt awesome because you know, I felt like every class I would do my best to be the best in the class, and I would never get like you know like some kids would get bored of like oh I already did that yesterday you know and there's new kids doing this today but I already did it yesterday. For me it was like I felt like oh I did it yesterday so now I can show everyone how good I did it because I already know it you know better than you or you know I felt like. You know, I had that upper hand on everyone because I did more than all of them. So I, I felt, I felt like um, it was a good thing. You know, I, I think it's a, a great thing to build repetition in something that you love because it becomes fun. Like it becomes fun versus like other kids who just do it. You know, once or twice a week. You know, you may think it's mon like mundane to do it every day, but if you find it fun, I think it's great to do it a lot. I mean, that's that's when you know like you're in love with something. You know, like, it's not like oh man, I'm doing too much of this. And I've never met someone that loved something and complained that they were doing too much of it. It was like they were in their zone. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what I love to do. But I also think that it has a lot to do with the people around you, like your parents, how they motivated you, because like. For me, I, I would always tell you and all of them, right? Hey, man, this is what we do. And I would, like, put this picture of pride in your mind. Like, hey, there's nobody like us. Like, we're just the weirdest, best family in the whole planet. And we do martial arts and we run a martial arts business and we have a vision and all of that. And, you know, I want you to share how, how did that impact you in, like, school? Because you and the others, none of you ever gave me bad grades. How did that? How did that help you in school? Um, well, going back to the first part, the way we grew up, it was like you know you don't get sick, um, you don't get tired, and you know there's no room for like you know being lazy and like not wanting to train today or not wanting to go to school today or something like that. So, uh, so when I use it now and I use it for other people, I'll tell them like, oh, I don't get sick, like, and they're like, how do you not get sick? What do you mean? And then you know like. Other things are different, but like as far as like you know f having your bad day where you feel like you have a cold and things like that, I was taught like it's a really a mindset. So like when other kids would say that, I'd be like, "What are they talking about? How do you get sick?" My dad says like my family can't get sick. Like, we're not allowed to. Like it's not a thing. You know, if we're excited and energetic, and there's no way we can get sick. And I grew up like that, like not f always having a great day. You know, not like I'm perfect, but I would always feel awesome. 
Because it is. It's a mindset. Yeah. I mean, every day above ground is an amazing day. What the heck are you talking about? It's a bad day, right? You're alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you can do it again and do it over and get better and better. Like practice. You know, when you practice something, you're, you're looking to become better and better and better and improve. And I think that's what champions have, you know, that, that the warriors of life are the ones that are like, I'm going to do it again. If I fall, I'm going to get back up. I'm not going to whine, complain, be busted and disgusted. I'm getting back up and I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. And, and that's what you guys did, man. And you, you've done a, an amazing job. So talk to us about you running an entire martial arts school by yourself. And um, when did you start doing that? So I started teaching when I was like 12, maybe, or 13, like, helping out and stuff like that not teaching a full class but eventually by when I was in high school and by the time I was like 16 I couldn't drive but like I would get dropped off and I would run the whole school um and teach all the classes at like 16 and that I wouldn't be able to do that if I never took all those classes you know when I was a kid and and all that training because it just comes right to my head I don't have to think because I took all those classes and all that stuff so by the time I was like 17 and driving then I, you know, was fully running a school and then, you know, I graduated high school and then I took over the Belva location. And at first it was, it, you know, it was great. There was some hard times because, you know, you just have to grow and develop to handle that, you know. And I, I remember, I never forget this one day where I, uh, I felt like super like alone because I was like by myself that day for whatever reason. Um, and now looking back at it, it, it sounds so silly, but for That's me, it didn't grow, man. Yeah. That's you grew, it was, know? it wasn't silly back then. It was like, it was pretty hard for me then, <laughs> but I remember coming to the school and then, I got to say a PS there real ahead. quick, right? Like Anthony Robbins says, you know, if, if in five years from now, right, would you still feel the same about what you're feeling about right now? Oh, and if yeah. the answer no. is no, then why wait? Let's yeah. make it happen now. I, I always love that. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so I remember coming to the school and then I think the day before my mom stopped by and she was like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Um, she like planted a seed, like as if I wasn't all right. So I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'm not all right. Um, <laughs> but I was fine. But it was that one day where I was like by myself teaching all the classes and I was just, I don't remember what type of day it was, but it was just like, I don't know. I was maybe tired or whatever. So I remember teaching and I remember thinking, you know, because my drive is a lo- it's a long drive. It's like an hour yeah, it's drive. An hour and five minutes. And if you don't, if you don't, what's it called? If you like sit in silence, you start to think a lot, <laughs> and not good things. You start so, thinking. Like, I'm so thing, man. You, you you can use the car as a university. Oh, now I use it the other way. I use it as like a the opposite. Whereas before it was like I used I, it was like it was my sulking time. It was like all alone. It was like I was thinking of like how. Every other school has all these team members, and I'm by myself here, and I'm the youngest one, and my dad did this when he was in Belmo, my brother did this, and now I'm doing it, I feel so alone. Um, so, long story short, I called my dad, I was like, I was in the bathroom, and I, I had like students waiting for class. Day, yeah, I had students waiting for class, and it was before class, and I was like, I was sitting in the bathroom, and I like, sat on the floor, and... I started crying. I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I can't do this by myself. <laughs> I don't know why. It was just a class. But I, and then I called you. I was like, I'm, I'm having like a, I don't know, an epitome or something. I didn't know. I don't remember what I said. But I, all I remember you saying was like, don't worry. I'm on my way. 
And I was like, on your way? And then next thing you know, he came. And then, I mean, you could share what, what happened after that. Well, that was like a, a day that, you know, sometimes as parents, you get a hunch. You know, you get a feeling in your gut. And um, I, I like to say that that's the Holy Spirit letting me know, prompting me, giving me heads up, alerting me, right? That, hey, you know what? Go check it out. You know, one of the good things that, that I enjoy about my relationship with the Lord is that, you know, if you obey the promptings of the Holy Spirit, you're, it's like you're on point every time. And I got to tell you, I, I haven't obeyed him all the time. You know, just recently I didn't obey it. I'm like, oh, man, shoulda, coulda, woulda kind of thing, right? But that particular day, I did. And I said, you know, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on my way there. I need to go there. And I was already on my way there when we talked. And I remember saying to Sensei Jana, hey, you know, uh, I'm on my way there. I'm going to go over to Belleville today. And then when you called and it was like that, I was like, wow, look at that. You know, <laughs> I needed to go there, right? Um, so anyway, that, that was that. And my attitude about it was this is a growth moment for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've experienced this with other parents and they want to shelter their kids versus encourage their kids. And so they don't want to see their kids go through pain. But what they fail to understand is that pain is necessary for growth. And so to me, even though as a father, I feel the pain that you feel, I was excited that you were feeling that because I am familiar with that feeling, you know. And so I was looking at him saying, well, let's see what he's made of, you know. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a movie with the samurai where the, the kid, he has a boy. And there's a ball on one side and there's a sword on the other side. And he wants the kid to go towards the sword. Because if he goes through the ball, he would have to kill his son. He had no time to waste. He needed to have a kid that's going to be serious about taking over and be a samurai warrior and all that. The point here is that the kid went and went for the sword. At the end, he chose the sword. The father was so happy, picked him up, made him a warrior and all of that. And I was saying to myself, this is the moment where he's going to find out whether he really wants to do this or not. And if he says no to me, I'm not going to kill him, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I would be like, okay, then I don't, at least I don't have to waste my time. But if he says yes, then I'm ready to develop him to the best, best ever. And so when I got there... You know, it was a great day. You got excited, I remember, and uh, you felt good because sometimes we need that support. Sometimes it's, that's all we need is just look and see who's there supporting you. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's all you needed, man. So it was great. And look at you now. So, so between then and now, where are you at in terms of the growth of your business there, and 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 share a little bit about that. Well, I think I, another thing was like back then it was like. Not six, not that it, yeah, it wasn't successful. The school, I mean, it was like it was very uh, like ghost town, so I guess that added to the whole, yeah, feeling of like, oh my god, this is horrible. So, but whereas now it's like total opposite, where um, it's a it's a happening place, there's people coming in and out every day, and and uh, attendance is uh, off the charts 
Beautiful. And I have man. a team. That's exciting. And so you went from like, holy crap, crickets over here. Yeah. To like a happening place, a lot of people in there. You're enrolling every month, growing. You got good numbers there as a business, right? We track all the numbers. You're 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 really taking it to the next level, right? And you've become an amazing instructor. What were some of the challenges that you had in the beginning with like parents taking you serious, uh, wanting me to teach instead of you and stuff like that? Um, it was like, it, and I go through this some, I used to, I still, some other, not for me, but like other people will go through this like on my team. But when I was younger, it was like, we had sensei, so we would be assistants and stuff like that. Um, but then eventually, you know, you have to take that step to teach a class. And that's the part where it's like, it's an, obviously it's not going to be the best class is your sensei because you're not there yet. But even though it's the, like not a great class, you have to go through that, whether people like it or not, because that's the only way you, you can learn to make a better class, you know, uh, or become a better instructor. So, I mean, it was... For me personally, I never felt like oh I shouldn't I shouldn't teach a class I'm not good enough or right I yeah, yeah you were you were confident I mean you, you yeah got, you got confidence was, since you were a kid maybe the one thing was probably like my voice cracking in class <laughs> that's probably <laughs> it but like other than that like I felt totally confident at 12 14 16 any time teaching a class I felt confident in teaching it um, that I remember so. But whereas, like, other people that I knew that were, like, my age or, you know, they would always prefer, you know, another sensei to teach. Or, you know, I, ha I would go through this early in my years of when if I'm not teaching and someone else is teaching, they would be like, oh, why isn't Shihan here? Or why isn't it, you know, Sensei Tony on the floor? And, and I just thought back to my days of, like, this is how they grow. How else do you want them to yeah. grow? I can't, you well, can't we've, fake we, it. We've come a long way from those days, too, because yeah. now, now we have... A system, a better system. Yeah, yeah. Right now, now, now everybody's teaching like we're all the same. Mm -hmm. You know, because we have, uh, we've always had a curriculum, but now we have a systematic approach into how it should be taught. Yeah. And we're doing diligent training on everybody, and the instructors are getting better and better, and you know, so I, I'm excited for that. Um, so let's go. Let's talk over about your. What are your career goals? Like, you're, you're 20 years old. You're going to be 21 in a few months. Ooh, ooh. And what, what what sense of Tony looking at? What is he going? Where is he going to be? Um, well, I want, my, I want my school to be fully, like, functional with the whole team that is, like, good like, or great. But um, I want them, to, I want my team to be able to, like, be super strong and I want it to be a fluid team where we're all exchangeable like where we can rotate and you know and I think that what where I'm going is it's looking that way and the growth of the school is becoming very uh, successful I'm looking to reach a big number at the end um, of next year so I'm excited for that that I've never done so um, that's, that's one that's thing awesome, man. yeah Another thing is, you know, I'm as far as like my side of, you know, not the business side, but my um, real personal. My personal is, um, I'm looking to compete more in in the martial arts as far as you know uh, tournaments, and also in the MMA world. I'm excited to get started in that. I was very 
uh, not wishy-washy, like... Undecided? Undecided, yeah. I've always wanted to do it. I was just undecided on, is this the right thing? And a lot of things are holding me back. It's like, how can I do this and run a school? Like, it's, how does that work? You know, I, I, I thought I had to choose, you know, which uh, I, came, I came to realize I didn't have to choose. I could choose both and be great at both. So I'm excited to... Absolutely, man. Go head on with that and put a lot of focus into the business and a lot of focus into that, into my personal, you know, career as far as competing and becoming a world champion. I'm excited for that. That is powerful, man. Totally powerful. So what? So what are you doing towards that now? What shifts have you made that are in alignment to those goals right now? Um, number one is taking it serious, like very, very serious. You know, as far as I think. Working out and stuff like that, I always took serious. Like, I never take that. That's one thing where I'm, like, in my, my happy place, working out. So, like, you ask me to do any workout, I'll do it, and I'll take it very seriously. But the other half would be the business side is making sure. That's the one probably downfall for me is starting to take that super serious. Not that I don't, but as serious as the... I think, I think you're in a good direction. You're doing really good, man. Thank you. Um... This is some bumps and some stuff I gotta work on, <laughs> but uh, I guess that'll come when I'm 21. <laughs> so when I'm 21, everything will change. That's the good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So but is 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 there a is there a girl in there in your life now? Uh, like, that? <laughs> that's a that's a girlfriend a, there. That's confident. No, it's confidential. <laughs> I mean, there is. It's there is private over here. There, there is. I'm not gonna lie, uh-huh. but. Um, I know it's weird talking about it with you. You're my dad. So it's like, yes, there is, but it's it's uh, I don't know. That's another. I guess everything's growing because it's the first relationship I've ever been in. Yeah, that's like actually real. Yeah. So. so so what what advice would you give to your students right now? In which part? In which area? In the area of why they should train the martial arts beyond black belt. Like, because a lot of people, they make it a goal and that's it is over. And then, and then you see their lives go back to where they were. It reverts. And, like, and sometimes even worse. Yeah. Like, I know people, they got worse. Few people actually accomplish what they said they were going to do. But for the majority yeah. of people, they actually don't. They, they, they get out of their discipline. They get out of their confidence level. They get out of their yeah. powerful self-esteem and all that. Instead of making it a lifetime endeavor and... Applying it to grow, like to become. I find know? it. I find it so disappointing when people do that, where they think it's like a, 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 a final destination. You know that, like that's the end. Oh, I got my black belt. It's over. And, you know, I guess the ones that stop, you know, it wasn't meant for them. But I feel like the ones that that should continue. You, you should. You you should. If you love it from the from the get, and you and you're training, and you continue to love it, then I feel like. I I picture it as braces. Like when you get when you have your teeth, you're, they're all screwed up, and then you get your braces, and then it gets fixed. Then I think of black belt as like why if you if you get your braces off and you get your black belt right, why wouldn't you wear the retainer? Because then you just revert back like you were saying. So I think the same thing is like you know if you want to continue to have or your child have that discipline or that athletic ability or that focus or commitment. You gotta, you know, keep it, keep them in. I think, you know, there's a classic saying like 
black belt's only the beginning and and people don't really realize that but yeah um i i've come to realize that i've learned more in all my life as a black belt than i've learned ever as a white belt to brown you yeah, know for sure or to red at the time yeah um i feel like black belt is where you learn the most but you got to stick around to learn you know you can't <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. just go by and and that's the the controversy i guess so what what, what encouragement would you give the parents that you know, they're like day in and day out, bringing their kids to class. Some of them don't see the results, but I know that we as instructors, we see it before they see it. Yeah. Because we're like right You're there. Another with them. Eye, yeah. You know, what, what encouraging words or encouragement would you give the parents? Um, well, I, what I would do is because, you know, I, what I would do is I would encourage the parents to just and fall fall in love with the place fall in love with the people fall in love with the culture fall in love with your your child more first of all fall in love with them just enjoying the environment i think if you get too caught up in like their it's funny you say this because it's funny like saying if you get caught up in their actual training too much then you end up not wanting to bring them anymore because you think that you know they're not growing like you said and you feel like they're kind of the same just fall in love with how they're coming and enjoying a place that's positive and that's good for their mental state and their physical state. And then all the rest will come. If you feel like they're not growing or they're not like showing changes in them, I feel like that that's like that'll come regardless, whether that's a year or two years or six months. That's something that's like a uh, not a question that'll happen. They will change. The question, the real thing that is like, a, uh, how do you say? Um, the real thing I think that is like up to you is more of if you are willing to stick around and to see the changes because, you know, it's all, it's really up to the parents if you want your kid to continue or not, you know, and that's the way I grew up because the way I grew up is I wasn't, it's not, obviously for me, I was the one who was excited to come to class all the time, but if it wasn't for my parents who made it, uh, a no, there's no other side to the coin. You know, this is the only side of the coin. Yeah, this is the no only. Escape. There's this, no. This yeah. is what we do. This is yeah, exactly. This is what we do, and this and just is just like they you know. think about school. Yeah, the same way. Same way they you think about school. school how right? you don't let your kids like if your kids don't want to go to school. Think, well, you know, my, I'm not a martial artist. I'm not a sensei, right? Yeah, it got nothing to do with that. It's got to do everything with the belief. Mm -hmm. So just like massive belief out there, right? everybody's brainwashed to believe that school is like the best thing in the world. Yeah, that's the same belief. Well, I, f I feel like it's the the whole attitude of it is more is most important. I think what school teaches you is how to be disciplined and go somewhere every day, but people don't take that discipline into martial arts. They yeah, kind of like go, life. "Oh, that's just for this." Yeah, yeah. When yeah. it's really, you know, you're teaching your kid how to be disciplined to wake up early in the morning and go to this place and learn every day, and not giving them an option. Why not take that same discipline if you see results in there? Yeah. Why not take that discipline that action and put it into this yeah. if you want to see results yeah you got to do the same thing Absolutely. make them go and it's all about not microwaving it it's like a uh you gotta slow cook it in the oven <laughs> trust the process yeah trust the process yeah be in the process trust the process and enjoy the process definitely right? definitely one of, one of those things right man it was great great talking to you i want to i want to you know do this more with you and and as you grow, share with the world your growth, you know. 
so where can people find you and follow you and all of that? Um, you can find me um, on Instagram at um, Tony Diaz Servo, or you can find me on Facebook or um, or YouTube. And those are the three areas I'm in all the time. So if you want to catch up or uh, follow me and follow my life, you can follow me on those three things uh, at Tony Diaz Servo. Beautiful, beautiful. So you have it, guys. This is Champions for Life podcast where magical things happen. And I'm excited for 2019. We got a lot of great things coming and changes that we're going to be making and improvements and all of that. And uh, you can join our group champions, the number four and life on Facebook. And uh, you can follow my page, JDC Jose DeServo. And also you can friend me on Facebook, Jose DeServo. So I look forward to more and more of you share this podcast, leave me a comment, let me know how things are with you, what topics in this area you want me to uh, uh, talk about, and if there's somebody you want me to interview, let me know. Any martial artists that you would like me to interview, I'll do my very best and get them on our podcast. Hey, until next time, you have an amazing day and talk to you soon.